I want to see you truly live. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello and welcome to episode number 44 of the madness and the rage and the insanity. It's hard to believe. 44. That's a lucky number. Smoking 44. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Well, 45. That's even more powerful, but that's the, that's the next show. You got to have a 45, man, to get a little bit more recoil on the next show. Yes. Chicago shooting. <laughs> speaking of recoil. Yeah. 25 shot with seven fatalities over the weekend. Well, it's a high kill ratio. And this isn't even the weekly. I mean, this is they do this. And I'm not really sure. Not sure why, except I guess it's good for yeah. the news cycle, because this is always what hits Monday morning. Mm-hmm. is well this is what happened over the weekend well yeah but what about monday through like thursday that's so right. I'm sure the killing isn't stopping monday through thursday did you notify pritzker of this no i think somebody should yeah because so i think he's still unaware of the fact that there is gun crime mm-hmm. in chicago and maybe something should be done about it but no mm-hmm. the, <laughs> it's very inconvenient for politicians to realize what's going on on their watch under this whole again theory that we cannot punish a certain population because they're the victims here mm-hmm. and history is being rewritten as we speak it was the house i believe of john madison madison down in uh wherever it is you know the guy that helped craft some very important documents for the united states way back when james madison james madison Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. And the uh, the tour, I guess, of his estate is now all about slavery and how that caused the problems in Ferguson and elsewhere. And, uh, mm. you know, all of that has its place because this country isn't perfect. There's no question about it. But the rewriting of history is real. Mm-hmm. And the reason is not even hard to see at this point which is well if we can discredit the people that wrote that constitution then then maybe we could replace it right sure it's very easy Mm -hmm. to do yes and that's the intent no question they were very flawed people so everyone is yeah (laughs) that's kind of it and then nobody wants to talk about that part and like nobody is perfect I mean, you did the episode on the Johnny Cash is uh, up on the big water tower. Johnny Cash is a great big leak. Yes. yes. I mean, Johnny Cash larger than life, especially when he's leaking all over your town. <laughs> but he was a larger than life character. And I think most people understand that when people are in entertainment, that they are a character and you don't really get the full 
personality. You don't really know who that person is most of the time. I mean, I don't, you know, unless you're kind sure. of insane, mm-hmm. you don't think, well, yes, I really know the, the real Taylor Swift or the real Johnny right. Cash or whatever. And his kids are releasing uh, some, some of his writings from Johnny Cash's writings and, you know, just how seriously he took religion. And it's like, of course, he was a very flawed individual. I mean, he had drug addiction problems. He had all sorts of different problems, but he still had faith. And this is sure where we're missing out, I think, as a society now. It's like, well, if you make one mistake, you know, if you say the wrong pronoun, well, then you're canceled. Yeah. But, you know, that's not a new thing. I saw the uh, I saw that Elvis movie um, last week. Oh, Tom yeah. Hanks is uh, Colonel Parker. All right. He's annoying. You know, <laughs> if they could cut Tom out of it, it'd be a great movie. Really? really. So he's, he brought it down. Well, you know, it's just so stupid. He's got the fake nose and a fat suit. And, uh, you know, it's, and it's just Tom being Tom. And uh, the kid, you know, I've seen, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an Elvis expert, but I'm a pretty damn ardent Elvis fan. And I've seen most of the impersonators from, you know, Rick Saucedo to, you know, the, the movies with Cage and uh, Kurt Russell and so forth. This kid is uncanny. It's a little bit, it's a little bit creepy. Really? He nails him so well. Yeah, he's unbelievably great. Um, but again, you know, they play it fast and loose with the facts. Um, you know, when Elvis died, there was a, a shitbag named Albert Goldman that wrote a uh, a book about him that just savaged him. And all he, could, all he could really say bad about Elvis was, you know, he was addicted to prescription drugs. Thank you, Dr. Nick. And he once uh, threw a pool cue at someone at Graceland, didn't hit them, but threw it at them. And he also shot out one of his own televisions. And that's about it. That was the that was the sin list for the king and you see this movie which you know who's who's there to verify any of this and it's it's got priscilla as this saint and she divorces him because elvis is banging every groupie you know on tour and they completely didn't mention the fact that um priscilla was banging mike stone her karate instructor and that was that was pretty also um a, a major factor in that divorce but you know, just not mentioned. So again, you would think that would be a uh, vital part of that story, but this is you would. this is what we do now. We give one this is side what we do. exactly. The other side yeah. does not get the equal time. It is either shut out completely, or we're told why it's wrong mm-hmm. if it's really mentioned at all. Right, but it's interesting. And typically, that the, the way they lie is by just omitting facts, you know, that's, and then they can, I think that somewhere in their heads, they think, well, I'm okay. I really didn't tell a lie. I just didn't tell everything. <laughs> right. You didn't mention the things that led up to the event. You're just going to talk about the event because everybody yeah. has their breaking point. Yeah. And somebody goes past that line and then throws a tantrum or whatever happens, you know, maybe shooting out their television. I mean, Elvis had more TVs. It was okay. It was okay, and they were his televisions, yes. I mean, people do crazier stuff for YouTube stunts now. Don't they? Of course, yes. I mean, I remember watching a Dignation, one of the earliest video podcasts with Kevin Rose and Alex Albrecht, where they destroyed a PC by loading it up with thermite and lighting it on fire. (laughs) And damn, man, I mean, you want to get rid of your data so the uh, three-letter agencies can't get it? thermite Mm. burns the melts everything it's a glorious thing but hey it was their property it was being destroyed for whatever reason it's like well if it's yours you can do whatever you want 
but I thought it was with the Johnny Cash thing. I thought it was interesting because Johnny Cash is, but also back in that time, released albums of hymns. Elvis Presley released albums of religious music. Can you imagine? Yeah. Anybody today trying to pull that off? No. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, not that's a popular artist anyway. I mean, if you're a Christian artist, sure, that's what you do. But yeah, I, I couldn't imagine a. Uh, you know taylor swift or you know even garth brooks and garth is in a pretty a spot where i think he would his fan base would not turn against him overall but i just yeah. don't see it it's weird because you don't see it happening now because it's uh it's become uh uncool to uh you know express any uh any uh spirituality or religion really if you think about it it's 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 uh, you're almost putting a target on yourself if you do i think I agree. There's been a war on religion. And I remember hearing that from Glenn Beck like 20 years ago. Yeah. And everything that people said he was crazy for like 20 years ago, it's coming true now. Yes. I can remember the first time I was looking at, uh, I don't know what the fuck it was, maybe a Wikipedia page or something. And it was giving a date of something happening. It said, you know, this occurred in whatever, you know, 47 bce i'm like what the fuck is that what's what's with the e on there you know and of course that's that's a that's a direct attack on you know history and and christianity we're going to we're going to sideline what really happened what really was the line of demarcation in the uh the calendar of the planet and neutralize that this what does what does the E? I mean, I know what BC stands for. What does BCE stand uh, for? BC, you know, I can't remember. BC, I forget what the fuck it is, but it's, 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 you know, it's forgets basically taking the, it's before, oh, I know what it is. I do recall. Just remember it. It's be, instead of BC being before Christ, it's before common era. <laughs> and, and AD is gone and now it's CE, the common era. Whatever the fuck that means, I don't know. I mean, it is very inconvenient. If you're an atheist to go back to a whole planet that was basing their calendar on an event, on an event. Exactly. It's like, well, that's how that's how much they loathe, um, you know, religion or that religion, I should say. You're like, if your whole worldly calendar is based on an event, that would seem to lead me to believe people were really into it at the time. Mm -hmm. No, you can't have that because now you you have to just believe the science, the science whatever yes. that may mean i mean fauci finally gonna hang up his boots whenever biden does which is, oh, not is that a, what he's promised i, I missed that yeah don't, not a surprise hit me to that What's yeah going on it's going through uh the end of the biden term is it sounds like when Fauci's gonna go hmm. whenever that may be i don't know if biden goes down <laughs> i don't know what that does if that speeds things up if he would stick yeah. around for uh you know a kamala era yeah not really sure but hmm. Dr. Burks has been back in the news. Yeah, she sounds like I said a thing that she threw Tony under the bus saying that the thing was, uh, you know, came out of the box ready to destroy people from China. Ooh, yeah, that's a very yeah. interesting quote. Not that I put a whole lot of credence into the people that have been drastically wrong since the start no. of this. But yes, it's uh, when science looks at something and says, well, it normally takes a progression for a virus to become this transmissible Mm -hmm. when you say this was ready to go right out of the box that means and she clarified it's like well either man-made or something really 
weird happened in nature. Right. And which do you think is more likely at that point? <laughs> right. See, okay. So you either had a one in a million thing go on in nature and okay, that probably has to happen once every millennia or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, that lab that was right there in the city where it started. Well, yeah, maybe, you know, and especially once they realized that, oh, some people could contract the virus and never get ill. Well, that makes it a lot easier to spread it around. Mm. I mean, I still contend my wife, who has been at work all but a few weeks when COVID started and working in a public arena where customers are coming in and out so dealing with different people on a daily basis never got it what's her blood type i don't know is that that may be the important part of uh, i saw that pop up again we talked about that a show or two back remember and suddenly that popped up again i think it's type o it's really hard to get that bug if that's your blood type i I used to know mine but i forgot what it is Maybe you know, I hope that's it. <laughs> I know it'd be. See, we should know this kind of stuff with all the other medical data we have. Yeah, right. Isn't that crazy? Everybody should know that. Mm-hmm. It would be helpful, you know, and to know what you should do if you get sick with any kind of virus. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of things that you can take that aren't made by a big drug company. There's a lot of different supplements and vitamins that definitely help your body fight off the inflammation and all that kind of stuff, but. I mean, some doctors are finally catching up to that, but uh, it is weird yeah. that for her to have been out with people and never got it. And then I was sick for a few days, not very sick. But again, we're told this is super, super, super contagious. And, you know, living with me, it's not like I was hiding in one room. She was like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's like if you're going to get it's one of those things where it's kind of like, Go well, ahead. if you're going to get it, you may as well get it. And then Go ahead big boy throw your germs at me uh-huh really i mean that's it it's like if i'm gonna if it's gonna happen you may as well and still what you're seeing and i know this is based off of for people that weren't vaccinated and got sick they're still saying that is the best way to fend off another round of it is yeah the uh, the natural immunity that you get from having the illness sure so it's like, yeah, who knows? I mean, it's one of those things like, did you have it and you just were asymptomatic? It's like, nobody knows. But uh, yeah, Fauci, mm, I, I don't know how anybody still has any kind of faith in what he's been doing. Oh, many do. Are you kidding, man? You're not you're not scrolling through Twitter enough. <laughs> Thank I, you, I know. Dr. Fauci. Thank you for giving us life itself. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you for guiding the ship even for though guiding the ship you steward of our future <laughs> yeah he was but he was guiding the ship when uh when trump was around even though yeah. you know he, he never really said that he told trump to do anything that trump refused to do i mean they kind of played until biden came in fauci was playing yeah. the game enough of like well yeah you know we disagree but he's been following what the doctors are telling him i mean he wasn't doing anything like haha no i'm mm-hmm. not listening to the to the medical professionals put that in air quotes kids but as you pointed out and pulled the clip on the latest that larry show joe biden when he was on the uh, campaign trail oh anybody who had 200 whatever thousand deaths there were mm-hmm. didn't deserve to be president and what's the uh, what's the biden count up to now it's well over 600,000 but he's still president. 
He's still president. Why hasn't he resigned? He yeah. should. The <laughs> Democrats might to. love a re- resignation right about now. I think they would. Yeah. Yeah. But this so we- is uh, the kind of science that's going on. I pulled a quick clip Ooh. from the uh, the Senate hearing on all of this abortion stuff. And uh, I-, I thought it was interesting. I think Dinesh D'Souza posted this clip. But this is uh, Senator. Holly, which I forget where he's from. Josh, yeah, where's he from? Um, but he's a good troller. I mean, he, if he was in Arizona, I think he's Arizona. Not sure, but I think that sounds right. Yeah, and he knows how to troll, but he does it in a very calm way, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Metzke, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's, uh, it's We can it's recognize that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic. <laughs> I mean, I just want to stop this for there one second, <laughs> which yeah. is he's asking like, OK, um, what do you see this as? Right. And the answer to that is your questions are horrible. Well, no, it's more than that. It's let me slap a label on you. I can't really go for the racist one. So I'll use the T one. You're a transphobe there. I've painted you with that. Now let's keep questioning me. Who is this asshole he's speaking with? This is some professor. I mean, I should have pulled her name out, but I mean. Right, so just let's call her professor, professor asshole. Yes, that, that works. That works. Yeah. So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic um, and it opens up trans people. <laughs> yeah, <that>? Why <laughs> laughing? <laughs> right. Adam would love that. <laughs> the right. laugh tell. <laughs> Yeah. If you really think somebody's an asshole and is transphobic or homophobic, you'd be like, you are transphobic, sir. Not you're transphobic. <laughs> but why is that funny to you? Oh. And a professor, so that explains everything. And and she's black. Not that that really affects any of this. But uh, of course, he, he, she probably could have pulled out the racist card because he dare question her violence by not recognizing that wow you're saying that i'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies so i'm one i want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide so see now i think this is something very important that she's bringing out Hmm. because to me when you say that one out of five i mean i'm not a math major but that's 20 percent at least that we know of of trans people have tried to commit suicide okay do you not think that's a very important stat that you might want to look at should they be trans should they have done what they did to permanently alter their body and at what age do they do this yes it is but even before you get to that point look how she redirected the conversation on the one hand she's just told this guy that he's encouraging violence okay um I don't think that suicide falls under the the definition of violence. 
No, and, nope. well, and, and questioning. Uh, Sir Omaha says it is Kiara Bridges, professor at UC Berkeley School of Law. So, uh, I mean, of course, Berkeley, of course, of course. Thank you, Sir Omaha. Thank you. But you're right. This is the way you go about it. Oh, no, you're transphobic. You are bringing violence upon this group by even questioning right. this. You must like, worship. You must worship this group is really the subtext. See, now, if he was smart, I would have gone back with, well, you don't think that 20% of one group trying to commit suicide would lead you to believe that maybe they have other deeper issues that are happening here that they're so not. Better the- yet, throw it in her lap. Say, what are you doing to help that 20% professor? Yes, because, yeah. you know, pushing people into something right. that is permanently life altering and body altering. There's no coming back from that. So it no. really should be a last ditch thing because you can't decide like oh you know what i want to go back Mm -hmm. there is none of that so when they're pushing this on kids that are in grammar school or whatever they call it now elementary school middle school high school it's like even college you're not really doing it justice this should be something that is a last ditch effort because there is no coming back from it so this whole while your your line of questioning it's like this question of who can become pregnant have you ever known a man to become pregnant that would be my question to uh to the professor but you know you won't get a straight answer for that well of course not cis and binary and all this other horseshit verbiage they've invented well and this is it and it's all done to confuse it's all done to shut people up because you dare ask a question now you're transphobic it's like no it's a question hey we want to learn i mean that's what i would come in with like hey i'm trying to learn what's going on here so questions Mm -hmm. need to be asked and maybe they're really stupid questions Mm -hmm. but maybe we should get through those and then everybody can have an honest dialogue because if you're not going to answer my questions then we're we're not having an honest dialogue but this is why things they want is it right (laughs) this is why things like what was your you know, gender at birth is maybe the important thing that they should only ask wherever, because that's what you biologically are. Yes. What's the death of truth? You know, and um, these people are they're deranged. Yes. Really well, yeah, because I'm, I'm fine with you doing whatever you want to do as an adult. Yeah, you, exactly. If you're if you're all grown up, you want to make your choice and be whatever you want to be a man, you want to, a woman or invent another gender that you are groovy. Go for it. Have a ball. But don't make me say things that aren't true. Not doing it. And if 20% of a population is killing themselves or trying to, then there's a reason. But you're blaming this without any scientific evidence on that. It's not because people are questioning it. It's because they're looking at it and going, wow, what did I do? Mm -hmm. But no, we don't. It's got to be a horrible place to be in. I mean, that's that's really, you know, you got to have some sympathy for them. Oh, totally. Um, You know, it can't be a cakewalk. No, it's like this is why you have to be sure before you do something that is life altering, that there is no coming back from. But no, that's not the science. That's not the science. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning because we can't talk about it because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm denying that trans people exist by asking you you if you're talking about women. Are you having pregnancies? Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think <laughs> so. You're denying- <laughs> your answers were exactly the same. 
they trans course. people like this. They, and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're at, opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, no, I, you I, might I would learn, learn a lot. I've learned a lot. <laughs> I know. This exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yeah. See, I, mean, I wish stop. I wish he would write right there. Stop and say, no, no. You know what? School's in session, Cookie. And I'm going to learn you something, okay? Men cannot get pregnant, and if you get a, if you believe they can, get the fuck off of my stage. Yep, by a lot. I mean, again, this is where yeah. not what you see yourself as, not what your pronouns are. Right. This is where we need to have some straight out truth. Yes. Which is, if you're a biological man, you can't have kids. Without, you yeah. know, I mean, if you, maybe if you have an operation and they insert, you know, and, but if you're a biological man without massive amounts of uh, medical intervention, you can't have a kid. You right. can't get pregnant. I mean, you can have kids, but you can't get pregnant. Right. But no, we want to avoid that because we want to just keep convoluting the issue. Keep those lies going. Lie, 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 lie. Yeah. And this is <laughs> science now. And this is a professor. You know, this is a professor in college. This is the kind of person that is teaching the kids. And I know it sounds like a broken record for anybody who's been listening to my shows for the last decade. But the Weather Underground, they told you everything that they wanted to do back in the yeah. early 70s. And a big part of that, taking over the educational system. Because why? I mean, even Hitler knew that. I know people don't, don't say the Hitler. Oh, boy, don't say that name. But he knew the Hitler youth, once they have the children, they don't care about the adults. We're old farts. They don't care about us. If they can get your kids, they don't care about you because you're going to be gone soon enough. Sure. And so this, does Josh uh, deliver a, a knockout punch to this imbecile or what? How does this? Uh, that's where the clip ends here. Play. I think he was maybe, maybe ended they had, there. Had to reclaim his time. Uh, How but disappointing. You, but you can't get anywhere with this type of person which is why the debates have kind of stopped which why it's it's again that's where civility and debate should just stop and it should, should it should just be you know what i'm not talking to you because you refuse to live in the real world so get your you know get yourself some therapy or go you know get in a room with <clears throat> with all the clowns who think as you do well this is the whole this is it this oh well you're denying you know? that trans people exist no that's not to say you don't believe a man can get pregnant is not saying you don't believe trans people exist. Right. They're not the same thing. And why aren't you embracing that the person was originally a female and now identifies as a male? Sure, they can get pregnant. See, the one you really should be going toe-to-toe with this imbecile would be Caitlyn Jenner. Right. He, she doesn't believe that. It's just, hey, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable as a guy. I'm living my life as a woman. Um, but he doesn't believe men can get pregnant, and he'd be a great spokesperson to step up and shut an asshole like that down. And also a perfect example of somebody that didn't do this at 15, 18 years right. old. Exactly. Well, he was 70 when he, he was he was up there when he decided to do this. So because you realize kids brains are basically mush like Joe Biden. Yeah. And they don't know what they want. <laughs> I mean, everybody goes through this. And this was uh, I saw an interview with someone that had gone through everything up into surgery it was going through the whole trans thing and we're like this, you're, you're getting this everywhere parents she's like don't realize you're getting this everywhere from 
if a girl doesn't like her body, well, you might be trans. If you don't like the way your voice sounds when you hear it on a recording, you might be trans. And there is that right? Is that is there there a checklist now of things to figure out if you are? I didn't know that. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is coming from, I'm guessing, social media and the people that want to push this on kids, which is to me should be criminal. I mean, again, do whatever you want as an adult. But if you're pushing this kind of thing on a kid like, oh, you're 13 years old, you don't like the way your voice sounds well, you might be trans. You, yeah. you just don't know it yet. Yeah. But this is it. This is the science. This is where it's going. And uh, well, I think I read it right as banned, banned the word groomer. Right. Right. Because you don't want to warn. Right. That things are out there. That's hate speech now. So which uh, then I'm guessing most of my podcasts are because I warn against this because you're seeing it more and more and more, which is your kids are not safe on social media. No. And if you're going to try to block people from pointing that kind of thing out, it's it's kind of scary. It's like, yeah. but this is again for parents that give their kids in. I understand there's a different level of, you know, 16 to 18 or so. But when your kids are like eight to 10 and you're like, here's a phone. You're just kind of uh, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. But we, but had, you know what? The, 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 the crime of it is that in many schools, and I can tell you this, you know, from experience, um, there's a certain point at which. They begin to use phones as the primary form of communication with students. And that begins very early, probably in, I'm going to say, seventh, eighth grade, something like that, which is absolutely wrong, I believe. But they do it. So to, to not equip your kid with a phone, that kid's not going to be getting text messages about homework assignments and all kinds of shit. It's really, it's really, you know, it's no different than what you bitch about, and rightly so. You know, walking into a stadium for a ball game, show us your cell phone. Fuck you. Right. Here's my here's my paper ticket. You know, here's my cash. It's all part of the same scheme, I guess. Well, because you can track everything. Yeah. I mean, literally everything when you're using that as your means of communicating with your family and friends and school, everything, everything is on that device. And there was a article today that I saw that was questioning the legality if somebody is dumb enough to say throw out their old cell phone oh. without wiping it mm. should the law enforcement or whoever use that against you in a court of law and it's it's kind of a moot point i think mm-hmm. because if you have a phone like an iphone and I think most Android phone, I mean, maybe not all of them at this point, but you have the ability at least to encrypt everything on the phone. It's very hard to get the data off. So I don't know if this is that big of a deal because we've heard of these cases over the last few years where the FBI is like, hey, Apple, help us. This is a terrorist. We have his phone. We mm-hmm. we, we can't get into it. And Apple's like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I remember that very, very well. That was a case in San Bernardino with some uh, some terrorists uh they called it workplace violence but it seemed like it was more a political motivated thing and they they found the guy's iphone and they and tim cook said we're not gonna we're not gonna unencrypt that we're decrypt that i guess for you right and then, and then mcafee said give me that phone i'll have it fucking decrypted in two weeks <laughs> you know there is tech i mean there's ways to do it i mean it's not 
foolproof. It might take longer than others, depending on what you have, you know, what your skill set is and the yeah. the machines you have. But, you know, I would say if a criminal leaves a device, although then we have to define what criminal is, you know, if you're at a shooting and the guy drops his phone as he's fleeing, then maybe if you can get into it, then I would say you should be able to use the data that's there. But the Supreme Court has made a carve out, which is why this is a big deal as of I think it was 2014. But we know how Supreme Court decisions can change. But um, what it currently is, is that you need to have a warrant to specifically go after the cell phone data, meaning if they have just a normal search warrant and they get your phone, that doesn't allow them access to the phone. Right. But again, if anybody knows what the hell they're doing. If you're not a good criminal, then I guess you deserve to get caught. My whole thing would be you're responsible for your own data. And if you're not protecting it, then you kind of get what you deserve. Yes. But I guess maybe that's just too easy of an answer. But but who's going to who's going to look into and decrypt the phones of the FBI? True. There's a lot of the there are a lot of criminals. Probably the CIA. (laughs) They're probably at war with each other. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it. I I read somewhere also, um, uh, maybe the Ben's know about this, that if you, when you have a cell phone, um, you should never use the fingerprint option for unlocking it. Because if you do, and you're accused of some crime, the police automatically have the right to look into that phone. Whereas if you use a, you know, the, whatever the squiggle pattern or something, they don't. I don't know why that would be. But or if that's true, but I remember reading that and thinking that's pretty odd. What's that about? Well, it's, again, laws are kind of dumb. Where yeah. biometrics, as opposed to uh, having a good password, mm-hmm. but that's absolutely right because, well, one, say there's something on your phone, like your Bitcoin wallet that has a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Well, then if somebody really, really wants to, I mean, they can force you. You open the phone or they'll just cut your finger off and, and use it right. right and you can't reset <laughs> yeah. that I mean, you've only got one fingerprint this was uh ryan bemrose's biggest thing when we talked about this a while ago on grumpy old ben's was you can't reset your fingerprint and you cannot reset I mean, besides massive facial surgery you cannot mm. reset your face yes which means Good if point. you're using your face to unlock your phone that uh that leaves a pretty big vulnerability there Mm, especially since the early ones were only using 2d imagery which meant you know you could hold up a picture of somebody and it would uh yeah it would unlock the device but yeah good password is where you want to be it is much harder than for somebody to force you to unlock that device whether it's law enforcement or a nefarious actor it's a lot harder than uh, if just your fingerprint will do. I mean, for most people, it's the convenience and you're not hiding state secrets and you don't have a huge Bitcoin uh, stash on your phone. Then, yeah, I think using a fingerprint is fine. But if you're really into security, then no. I mean, if you're setting yeah. up a device that really needs to be secure, don't use any of the biometric data on there. And that's just more biometric data they have. On all of our kids who are using the fingerprint mm. scanners and the face scanners and 
the TikToks of the world get to just scrape all of that data and understand exactly what's going on and then use that data against people to get what they want. It ain't cool. No, (laughs) technology is bringing problems to the forefront that we never saw coming. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, the old, the old bumper sticker used to say, kill your television. Now it should be smash your phone. Yes. Kill the internet. Kill the internet. Kill it all. God sorted out. Yeah. Kill it by fire. The internet is bad for you. And we had a couple of clips that were submitted from our buddy Chris of uh, Sir, Sir, Sir Seat Sitter fame. Oh, boy, Sir Seat Sitter, yeah. Of the abs in a six-pack show. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, a couple of clips here that one of them is from uh, your buddy, Dick Masterson. Oh. Talking about the affronts of science. He sent this in. And anytime you want me to uh, pause this, let me know. Okay. But this is Dick Masterson as sent in by Sir Seat Sitter of abs in a six-pack. Oh, God, I don't want to look at that yet. Did you see that, Sean? Uh, well, let me just show you what that is. This is my this is my biggest problem in the universe this week. It's in French. My French is a little rusty. Well, what, is it, what do you think the French says there? Hi, I've got a huge pair of tits, and, now and I, I chopped them off. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was my biggest problem in the universe this week. Breast reduction. You want uh, a reason to kill yourself? Yeah. Head over to TikTok and search for the hashtag breast reduction surgery. Dude, it's like, uh, I, I don't even know. I, I couldn't even imagine something that bad is girl after girl posting these pictures and the comments are like, I can't wait to get mine. And then there's surgeons advertising on the fucking hashtag on a on an app for teenagers. And now, well, not one time do you see anybody say, hey, why don't you do some fucking lat, lat curl? Why don't you do some fucking butterfly curls? Just one. Yeah. One a day. Yeah. Maybe all this quote unquote back pain will be alleviated a little bit if you do something called a five pound dumbbell, whatever this is. Just go like this. Now, back right? pain is what you always hear. Is it? I mean. Is there, oh, is there e- any, everything, self-esteem, is there neck, any, neck pain. Any proof that that's caused by big tits? I mean, no. I mean, I, you know. You see any, I mean, do you see a lot of like 500, like 300 pound guys? You know, all those guys walking around with giant beer bellies. Oh man, my fucking, my 30 pound beer belly is really giving me some back pain. Yeah. Right? You ever hear that? I mean, no. Not really. No. Not like that it has to be solved at 18, which is the average age for one of these surgeries. Wow. Is, it, is that fucking, did you know that? No, I didn't is know it was that young. Is that fucking crazy or what? That's amazing. This it's is that predatory. Young. Yeah, see, you know, this goes right along with the trans stuff, which is, oh, you're unhappy with your body? Let's make massive surgical changes to it, kids. And oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Ned, Ned, Ned says this guy's voice hurts. Yeah, Dick's voice takes a little getting used to. Mm. It, it's just not as low as Mr. Velvet Larry, and uh, <laughs> you, you, it's a, That's why it seems like it was way, 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 way screechier than it was. Yeah, but this yeah. is. He's. I think this is a a valid rant, and I think it's another thing that parents maybe never think of. When they think, hey, what are my kids doing on social media? Oh, so so people under 18 are getting breast reduction. I take it. Well, he just said I, I had no idea about this. And this mm. clip was looks like it was from uh, late last year. But 
that's the average age, I guess, of girls getting breast reduction surgery is 18, which seems like that, that. How can that be? Really? How can that be right in high school, right out of high school? Like, no, let me let me uh, change my body massively. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't I think if I, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I'm pretty sure you have to be 18 or over to get a tattoo, at least in California. <laughs> and, you know, it's a pain in the ass. But if you want, you can get a tattoo kind of removed. Right. But so right. you can just walk in and say, you know, take me from a D down to an A and, and you're 14 and they'll do that. No problem. Wow. Yeah. And two years later, you go, wow, maybe I'm not happy with that. Again, there's yeah. no going back. No. Which, again, any Crazy. children that are doing this or parents, I'm guessing, have to sign off. Although, as you said, uh, we're getting more and more down that line, which is, oh, you don't have to. Oh, you need an abortion. You don't have to tell your parents. Oh, you're 10. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, sooner or later, you'll have people covering all this kind of surgery like, no, so you don't have to tell your parents you want it. You want the trans surgery at 12. You know, we'll pay for it. You can tell your parents after. Oh, sure. That's coming. Yeah. Guaranteed. But it is, again, right down the line. I don't know how Sir Seats it are new, but this is right down the science line of, well, no, your body's not correct. We need to we need to change this. Mm -hmm. And I'm buying fully into adam curry's uh, theory which is the fact that all of these drugs that they seem to want to give to our children for a variety of reasons from adhd right oh they're a little too fidgety i was always fidgety as a kid i mean maybe you could sure. tell it's a little bit full of energy yeah. um you know never went on any of those kind of drugs luckily yeah but the concept which is oh well we put the if the people are on the drugs I mean, they're more susceptible to having a mass shooting event, but they're mm -hmm. also way more likely to vote Democrat. So it's hard for the lefties to figure out what they want. Yeah. Or maybe they want both. Yes. Why not both? <laughs> we can have people vote our way and we can have the mass shooting events so we can continue to push our anti-gun mm -hmm. agenda. There was just a shooting yesterday at a mall just outside of Indianapolis. Oh, really? Which, I mean, you know, that's Indianapolis is not one of the cities on top of the list of crime. I'm sure there are bad parts of Indianapolis, but the Indianapolis suburbs aren't exactly a uh, hotbed of crime. But a guy went in with a long rifle, which again, I don't understand why a long rifle. If you're going into a mall and trying to shoot people up, a handgun's just fine. Yeah. Why do they do that? Because I, hmm. it's the popular thing. I think you see and I, Oh, it's a trend. Right. All the people on TV that are killing people, they're using an AR-15. So I must use one. Yeah. But he ended up killing three people before a good Samaritan with a concealed carry. Bang, bang, dead. Yes, I saw that. That's right. Very cool. Which is but again the narrative. Play. Well, it, you know, it kills the narrative. Yeah. Right. So. Because, well, this could have been another 30 people dead or more. But no. Mm -hmm. because there was a good guy with a gun the problem was taken care of and it is horrible well, that two good people thing it happened in three indianapolis people. yeah you know if that happened in new york um they'd have they'd have that shooter in in rikers for a million dollars bail right yeah, yeah i haven't followed that since our last episode i need to look up mr alva i believe it was or alba alva alba jose alba yeah and uh see because i know he was out on bail at least and uh wearing an ankle monitor but there the upheaval on that including from the mayor of new york which is a lefty loon on his own right mm -hmm. when even the lefty loon mayor is like "Ooh, no you you can't you can't charge this guy 
Yeah. Are you nuts? I mean, you this, it's bad enough as it is, but the minute people feel like it's one thing to know you live in a shithole city. <laughs> it, that's one thing. And knowing that, you know yeah. what? I'm, I can't rely on the police. It's a dangerous place. At least I can protect myself when they take away the protect yourself because it's like, oh, really? You got jumped by five guys and you pulled out a mm-hmm. gun and shot one. Now you're going to jail. Well, you know, what it's you- all part of the you must comply. You know, they just want compliance in every single regard. They just want sheeple. They don't want people. They it's want so compliance clear. from everybody but the criminals. Yeah. Which is ironic, I guess. And uh, the second clip from Sir Seatson, I mean, this isn't going to be a surprise to anybody that listens to his abs in a six pack show because he loves him. Some Alex Jones. Oh. So he brought us an Alex Jones rant from like 45 years ago or so. I think it was. Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be like, okay. went, like, like Alex doesn't have a fresher rant. Come on, I know. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe it was like 10 years or so, but he's, he's complaining <laughs> about Justin Bieber. But I mean, I've always appreciated the Alex Jones style. Mm-hmm. With that said, I would not go to Alex Jones for real journalisming, as our buddy, uh, right. the Romanian guy on uh, Romanian TV on YouTube. But his rants are epic, and we can all aspire to reach this level of rage. Again, as always, yell if you need to stop. Look, when you realize how fake it all is, the football, the basketball, the the Lady Gaga, the Justin Bieber, uh, you know, who gives you these carbon tax messages. They tell your kids they got to love Justin Bieber, and then Bieber says, hand in your guns. I mean, I do love that he's calling him Bieber, too. (laughs) That is funny. Now, wait a minute. I see. I Justin Bieber was, uh, you know, never really on my radar, you know, so. Was he actively uh, an anti-gun guy? And I mean, where's this coming from? Where's I don't know. I mean, I have never, okay. I don't remember. Maybe Bieber was doing something about the carbon credits or something. I mean, this goes right down the line of a lot of these celebtards right. who, uh, okay. you know, they want to save the planet. So and Bieber at the time, too, had to be like 18. So this is probably yeah. child abuse on what whoever was handling him right. was making him do. Because he's being brought up now with this Victoria's Secret documentary you can use that air quotes around that that's on hulu that's blasting this whole thing and this again is part of rewriting of history and i don't care you know victoria's secret the product from what i understand i mean i've never worn a bra but from what i understand is kind of crappy bras most of the time (laughs) no wait a minute the only thing i read about victoria's secret is they just laid off like 140 executives because they're losing so much money yeah well they went woke yeah, right. So what is this what is this Victoria's Secret angle with with Justin Bieber? I'm, I'm well, lost. he was on one of their fashion shows that was on CBS back in the day okay. where they would have a musical artist Taylor Swift did one of the years. There were a few different right. years where they had musical artists. So when the when they were the models were walking down the catwalk, you had the artist singing their song and it was all a nice okay. tie-in together. Right. And Bieber did it when he was like 18, which had to be like a wet dream for the kid at that yeah. time. Yeah. Because I mean, I complained about this. I mean, I'd like to hang around with Victoria. Well, not anymore. To be fair, oh. the new Victoria's Secret models. Not I so do much. not want to hang around with them. <laughs> no, sorry. I could go out on the street and randomly find any woman anywhere that is probably hotter than yeah. the current models. So mm-hmm. don't want that. But 
Bieber, you know, has been mentioned because, you know, this is, oh, we're, we're pushing. And this is one of the big parts. And I haven't seen the documentary. So take this with that grain of salt. But it hit Hulu and it's like called Angels and Demons or something like that. But they were talking about, oh, there's a connection that Victoria's Secret was trying to sell their product to tweens. It's like um, they make underwear. Of course, they're trying to sell their product to everybody. Right. You know, I don't really understand the concept of where that was an issue. I mean, they yeah, they made a separate problem? brand. You know, this was not mm-hmm. like we're trying to sell the uh, the more racy stuff. It was a different brand. And, you know, I don't know. People just yeah. uh, don't have a sense of humor. The marketing, it's like hey, going back. Do you remember beer commercials in like the 80s? Oh, yeah. Did you ever see a female in one of those beer commercials in the 80s that wasn't a pointy chick? Not ever. Remember the Swedish bikini team? Yes. And, uh, you know, Spuds McKenzie's <laughs> chicks. And, oh, come on. Really? It's it's all so sad what they've done. Well, it's, it's like, so this sad. is what, and did you, you know, there were no schlubby guys either. I mean, there were average looking guys, but yeah. by today's standards, I mean, you would mm-hmm. need like 500 pound guys with three teeth and facial tattoos to fit the diversity quotient that they need mm-hmm. to put a, uh, to put a commercial on the air. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's where Biebler comes in, and I, that's funny that he says Bieber first, Biebler. and then he goes <laughs> to Biebler. But Alex, knowing you know Alex, he is just getting started. Yeah, pass the Cybersecurity Act, and uh, you know the, the police state's good, and then and then your children are turned into mindless vassals who who now they they look up to some twit instead of looking up to Thomas Jefferson or or looking up to Nikola Tesla or looking up. To, to Magellan. I mean, kids, Magellan's a lot cooler than Justin Bieber. He circumnavigated with one ship the entire planet. Okay, see, this makes this whole thing worthwhile. Anybody yes. comparing Magellan to Justin, to Justin Bieber. Bieber? I love that. <laughs> I mean, we're, okay, Alex Jones, he, maybe he was on some kind of drugs because this guy is off the hook here. And I'm sorry for hitting the microphone stand. That makes a loud noise. Um, I like that noise. <laughs> it's, it's it sounds perfect. It uh, does, but th- I think that's hilarious. The it is hilarious turning your kids into the mindless drones. Though it's like, well, that's what's being done today. Still, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't anywhere near as bad this eleven or twelve years ago. Whenever this was from, but now the devices in the yeah. kids' hands. So is Justin Bieber's face still frozen from the vax? It may be. I don't know. He's had uh, nobody's. There's been no follow ups on that. But I felt bad for that guy. Holy shit. You've got to be uh, aware of what you're putting into your system. Which uh, remember his wife, didn't his wife have a stroke or something, too? And she's like 26 years old. Yeah, yeah, there there was. uh, And I know he had that seemed like he had the worst of it because that was, uh, you know, although who really knows? We know what is reported. We don't know the reality. But again, we're throwing experimental things into our systems. And uh, it's interesting that, you know, more and more is is just the overall. uh, I think we mentioned on a show or two ago how the latest thing out of the news was, oh, you know, any kind of marijuana usage. Well, that's that's bad for for kids. And uh I think that should be fairly obvious if you're getting behind the wheel of a car. I don't know what the long-term effects are, but now they're going after booze. I saw an article the other day like, well, if you're under 40, any level of booze you consume 
is bad for your health. I don't know what changes at 40. Yeah, what changes at 40? That's the money line. <laughs> Lift that out. Oh, you know, assholes. I mean, there must be something that maybe, uh, <laughs> you know, something stops or it's like whatever it is, it's worse for younger people, which Ooh. I mean, they must comply, right? This and then we well, probably that, we should raise the drinking age to 40. I'm fine. Or maybe that. that's a green light to us to drink constantly. Right, oh, maybe. <laughs> once, once you hit 40, you should be drinking daily. <laughs> daily. Hourly. <laughs> yes. Start now. If you if you're falling behind start now we'll wait he was killed by wild natives before they got back to portugal again magellan and when they got back there was only like 11 people alive of the 200 and something crew and the entire ship was rotting down to the water line that's destiny that's will that's striving that's being a trailblazer and explore going into space mathematics quantum mechanics the secrets of the universe it's all there life is fiery with its beauty it's incredible detail tuning into it they want to shatter your mind talking about justin bieber <laughs> i love that it's a good one sir seat sitter yeah i don't know if they really want to shutter your mind with justin bieber yeah. but uh I wonder if Alex was smart enough to have, like cranked out of some immediate T-shirts of Justin Bieber and and Magellan on the same shirt. You know, like which will you choose? Who's your hero? Yeah, maybe you got Justin, a free Bieber Justin shirt. Magellan. Yeah, <laughs> you got a free shirt when you bought some boner pills from Alex. I would I would venture to guess that ninety seven percent of Justin Bieber fans don't know who the fuck Magellan is, and then nor would they care. I don't think ninety five percent of the population today knows who Magellan yeah. is. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Over the 4th of July, we discussed the fact that a vast majority of college students now didn't know who we gained independence from as a country here right. in the United States. Right. Which, if you don't know yep. that, you don't know Magellan. True. No, Magellan, Magellan is like, uh, you know, atom smashing compared to that. <laughs> Maybe he owns slaves. I don't know. <laughs> there is a little more here from Alex. It's pure evil. They're taking your intellect, your soul, and giving you Michael Jordan and Bieber. Oh, come on, Michael Jordan. Why him him? It, huh? <laughs> at least Michael Jordan had God-given <laughs> talent and was the best at what he did. Also, not a perfect individual, though. I mean, this again, where you start idolizing any one person is, uh, I think, where you're yeah. ready for a fall. Of course. Like, you can appreciate what Michael Jordan did on the basketball court and in business and go, mm, he still had some issues. I mean, Tiger Woods, same thing. One of the best damn golfers ever. Not a great husband. There, yeah. was, there were some issues. Yeah. And anytime, anytime your wife goes after you with a golf club, you probably did something wrong. Probably. Or it goes uh, after your Range Rover. Right. That, exactly. Yeah. Unlock your human potential! Defeat the globalists who want to shatter your mind, your doorways to perception. I want to see you truly live. I want to see you truly be who you are. Ah, I don't want my <laughs> progeny who's coming. My that should unborn. be an ISO. <clears throat> that, ah. Oh my goodness gracious <laughs> me here. I think this is uh, one more time. Uh, okay, Alex, cut number two. Ah, I don't want mine. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I mean, again, this is why I take him as pure theater. Yeah. I wouldn't get my news from him, though, Sir Seat Sitter. That is the difference. Even but he is he a national treasure. I mean, just on that delivery alone. Holy shit. I mean, he's up there with like James Brown. You know, yes. Hey, I mean, if you screech. took 
James Brown, uh, Bill O'Reilly, and uh, Sam Kennison. You put them all together, maybe that's yeah. Boom. That's what you get. He's this is like the <laughs> WWF of of uh, whatever he does. I mean, because again, yeah. it's not journalism. It is. It's a. I mean, news commentary, which is what yeah. all these podcasts we do are. He does it at a level that is just unbelievable. And uh, I mean, he's Very getting impressive. He's getting rewarded for it. I mean, he's not getting rewarded to the level of Rush Limbaugh. Do you see Limbaugh's house up for sale in I Florida? Did. Nice crib, huh? Well, I think he was he was making. I think it was like ninety five million a year. That was his take from that show. So why not? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's how you can afford the hundred and seventy five million dollar house. Yeah, I thought his biggest contract was in the thirty millions per year, but he was bringing in other money with books and uh, yeah, and all the other stuff that was the going on, letter. merchandising. Yeah, it's like, but that was because he was the only one doing it. I mean, he blazed so many trails, and still to me is amazing as somebody that tries to do a solo podcast the fact that he could do that live every day for three hours a day i mean okay there were commercial breaks taken out but still Mm -hmm. that's pretty impressive i mean you know you do a solo show and every now and then it's like oh what am i gonna say yeah it's different if somebody's like you have to turn that microphone on every day for two plus hours and talk Mm -hmm. that is a skill that uh you know you're going to be somewhat repetitive, but you can't be too dry. And I think Rush had a great sense of humor mm-hmm. and and coined a lot of terms that really just pissed off the left. He did. He did. You know, I'm he waiting was, for uh, Bongino to co- coin some terms. He hasn't yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's trying to pick up the uh, the baton from yeah. Rush. That's hard, though. I mean, because Rush, I mean, he, the feminazis and, uh, sure. you know, uh, I saw a interview with, uh, and I can't remember his real name now. The uh, his sidekick, uh, Bo Snerdly, yeah. yeah. And he wrote a book recently about Rush, and just said he was one of the best human beings he ever met. And he's like, well, one I didn't think when picking the name Bo Snerdly. He's like, because I guess the last people that worked for Rush, because even back when this was beginning, when Rush had no money, people knew he was a little bit more. Uh, of a lightning rod mm-hmm. so they didn't want to use the real name so they just start sure. being called whatever snurdly and uh rush was like well we you need a name what's your what's your snurdly name and he looked down on the desk and since rush was a baseball fan there was uh something on his desk an article about bo jackson he was like oh bo snurdly boom and uh you know that's how he picked that but uh snurdly talked about the stuff that just really pissed people off and they had a song that was produced i don't know if somebody sent this in or who actually did this but the song was uh barack the magic negro and <laughs> bo snurdly i mean as a black guy and he just thought it was the funniest thing in the world but of course everybody you know you're racist because you can't mention somebody's race and not be racist and you know it's a the world has gone downhill when people can't just have a little bit of fun sure you know there's a lot of asshole racists out there there's no question about it, but you're not going to defeat them by going to an extent that wasn't. It's like, it's just great when it's a black guy coming out and it's like, well, obviously you're racist. Well, but, um, yeah, okay. It makes sense. Just like you don't believe that a man can be pregnant. Oh God, you're, you're causing 
violent by saying men can't become pregnant. It's inciting violence. Yes. Yeah. It is all <laughs> inciting violence. That's, you know, but uh, thank you again, Sir Seedsitter, for sending yes, those. Thank you. Sending those thought provoking clips in. Who's left in the, is there a final four now of the, uh, the douchebag uh, contest or where does that stand? There's gotta be. And I don't know why there's not a right. website with the whole yeah, ranking. Yeah. Come on. Get on it. Get, get right on that, sir. Seat sitter. Yeah. Now you've got a clip from a voice that everybody's familiar with by now. I hope so. If not, they've not been listening to the show and then go back and listen. There's <laughs> only 43 episodes. You can catch right up. Do we need a setup at all with Scott's clip? No, I'll just uh, rudely interrupt whenever I feel like it. Hey, that works the best. <laughs> That's what Planet Rage is all about, eh? Hey, boys and girls. Hi. And children of all ages, right? now. it's... Yes, <laughs> and he's got a new... Uh, Scott, he, he, strate- he strategically uses the hand claps. You'll hear two or three in this, in this clip, and it's like... I think it's a good idea. It's like slating a movie, you know? Okay, everybody, pay attention. It's good. And it's good if, although he's not, because he's obviously the audio isn't superb. But no. the hand clap helps if you're uh, if you're using a local mic and yes. then the mic on the camera, so you can sync those right up. Sync them up. Yeah. Happy fucking Monday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, right there. Happy fucking Monday. Yeah. It is. That's today. It is. Yeah. Now I need 13 percent of you Americans. That 13%, you folks, who think that this country is on the right fucking track, I need you to educate Uncle Scotty. I got barely through a high school diploma. I'm not a smart man. Oh, Stunad. I need you to <laughs> educate. Yeah, you know, the only person I've ever heard use that term was Sinatra. Yeah. He was a Stunad. Yeah, it's very common in uh, where I grew up in New York with my Italian friends calling people Stunads. It's very Hoboken. Yeah. In fact, I had a buddy who uh, he was uh, raised in Italy and he taught me quite a bit of Italian and uh, made a version of that was uh, tested the strons, which was a head of shit. (laughs) You know, there's a show title. Yeah. A head of shit. Yeah. Head of shit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it sounds way better in Italian. Oh, it does. Yeah. 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 But, you know, what he's talking about here. If you watch the polling, mm-hmm. there is a small percentage when they're like, hey, how do you think the country's doing? Yeah, like 13% he mentioned here that it's like, everything's on the right track. Who are these people? Mm-hmm. The answer to that is the ones who aren't paying attention. We're the ones with brain damage. Right. The ones that are completely 100% on the government dole because their life hasn't changed. They don't drive, so they're not buying gas. Right. They're still getting free groceries because their uh, payments probably went up mm-hmm. with inflation, because otherwise that would be hateful that if you're getting government assistance on food and rightfully so, some people need it. But of course, you know, prices up the food, you're still getting your food. You're not buying gas. Those are the only people who can think that things are the same. You can't be paying for gas in the car. You can't be paying electric to charge up a new electric car. You can't be paying to air condition your house this hot summer because then you would be like hey wait a minute this is not a small increase in price this is massive well you're you're overlooking the wealthy ideologues darren like 90 percent of hollywood silicon valley they don't give a fuck how, how how much anything costs really 
Do you think they're answering the phone, though, for these polls? Maybe they are. Maybe. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Is it a phone poll? Is that, is that how it's conducted? Most of them. You, and they usually yeah. are. But yeah. maybe it's like, hey, Tom Hanks, how you doing? Uh, how are things going? Well, for him, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> things great. are great. I got a new movie. I wear a f- fake nose and a fat suit, and I'm richer than ever. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> Colonel Tom, come on. Yeah. Yeah, for those, I guess, that is the... Uh, so that's the brain damage in the ultra elite are the 13 percent i would think so yeah and for people like this asshole pelosi uh mm. what's his name paul is that paul, her husband paul paul yeah. that uh, i mean one i mean he's the one that got out of jail free because he's nancy's husband which i mean to be fair if yes. you've been married to nancy pelosi for x amount of years you deserve a little bit of a sliding room well, I would think that a couple of nights in jail would be a nice respite from that fucking gargoyle. <laughs> yes, I'd be like, please keep a, me. Please yeah, keep really. me here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, this buying of stocks, I guess he bought, and let's all question where they got their money mm. from when you mm-hmm. want to talk public service. Right. That he just bought millions of dollars worth of chip, you know, the whole uh, chip manufacturing, not potato yeah. chips, the computer chips. Mm-hmm. Right. He just put millions of dollars into some stocks with companies that are in that sector. So this would be like AMD and Intel or. Yeah. NVIDIA. I mean, anybody that's making these chips. All right. And of course, when asked about it, Nancy Pelosi's like, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I mean, as you notice, it says right there on the filing, you know, SP spouse. So it's we're to believe. Yeah. As Congress is about to vote on giving, like, what, $52 billion or something crazy in subsidies to these chip manufacturers, Mm. we're supposed to believe this is just coincidental that this guy just bought millions of dollars worth of stocks. Mm -hmm. You know that Joey never knew about Hunter and Burisma or any of that shit. Come on. Uh You know, you you just think the worst of people, Darren. I don't know why the fuck I hang around with you. (laughs) I know. It's horrible. I mean, you, you, would, you would just assume that spouses talk, but I mean, I guess, I mean, we don't know what their relationship is, <laughs> but like, yeah, if we're to believe that this guy, Nancy Pelosi's husband, doesn't know what's coming down the congressional pike, then, mm-hmm. uh, then I think I have some uh, swampland in Florida to sell you or a bridge in Brooklyn or, uh, or something else like that. Yeah. But see, I guess you're right. Those are the people that think everything is going gangbusters because they're Pelosi's about to make another big score. No question big about score, it. Big score. So if they're worth 140 million now. It'll be you know, 190 million by the time this happens. So there. Boom. Me, tell me how 13 percent of you fucking geniuses think that we're on the right track. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> what I love is that, you know, it's the the uh, watching that uh, the arc of his uh you know of his rant because when he first spoke about them it was and i had to i listened two or three times i thought he said you fucks but actually he says you folks the first time he called oh, them, see, that's a little I mean, new york it's about the same though <laughs> but now but now like you know 13 or whatever 22 seconds later into it it's you fucking genius <laughs> i mean but does like do you does he really and this is where when we do shows we kind of have an idea of who the audience is. It's not that you have to play to the audience, but mm. I'm doubting that 13% of our audience thinks things are good. 
No. And I, I, I highly doubt that 13% of people that watch Scott's videos think things are good. No. Correct. Yeah. So the more important thing to be pointing out here is that those 13% are out there. They're not you. But as you very correctly just pointed out, it's like, why? Who and why? Who they are and why they right. believe things are going good. Mm-hmm. And then people can maybe understand why things are going on the way they are. Like, oh, the Pelosi's are about to make millions of dollars based upon stocks that the husband bought, that the wife's about, the as Speaker of the House is going to funnel billions of dollars into yes. said companies. I'll put a third subset in that 13% down. Those who, no matter, they'd rather be dead than wrong. So no matter how bad shitty things, bad things become, whatever, it's like, no, I wasn't wrong. I wrote I voted for the right guy. There are. Yes. There's a lot of Biden voters who will never go like that. Yeah. He's still not Trump. It's like he's a brain dead vegetable. Yes. That even the left is turning against because he fist bumped the uh, sheik in in Saudi Arabia and went begging for oil. And I guess they said no. (laughs) I mean, there's there's that. Uh, did you see the uh, meme somebody made of him lined up with uh, those guys and, and somebody photoshopped in like a $5 gas can in Joey's hand? <laughs> a red gas can. It's great. I just, I just love shit like that. Well, and this is, again, the overall reach of this garbage. There was an article on Lifehacker, which used to be a really good site like a decade plus ago. Mm-hmm just garbage now it's politicized everything and there was an article like well how not to sound stupid when talking about gas prices uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's a big worry that's the last thing i think about when i go to sleep at night <laughs> might be stupid though, talking about gas prices and oh yeah. it's a very complicated thing mm. from supply and this and yeah. this and of course the war in ukraine and this and it's like putin's price hikes but it's really funny that they didn't mention the fact that on day one of his uh presidency joe biden signed executive orders which basically uh took the fossil fuel industry Mm -hmm. in this country and went "Eh, no yeah that that has no bearing on it according to the nice folks over at lifehacker no no fuck them yeah it's like this is why there was a uh, one of these journalists that just Katie Turr, I think her name is. Oh, you know who she is? She's on her, w, um, MSNBC. Yeah, her dad is a trans guy. He used to be a helicopter pilot in uh, L.A. for years for a news station. He's the one that told, told Ben Shapiro he was going to send him home in an ambulance. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, used to be his nickname used to be uh, what the hell was it? Uh, some something like you know the dude in the chop, whatever the fuck it is. He had a self a self appointed nickname he made him for, for himself, where they always say, "Here comes you know, chop chop man in the chop." Or I forget what the right fuck it was. the guy in the sky, the guy something like that. Yeah, said that chopper in it. Yeah, okay, so that's who she is. Well, she just released a autobiography or you know whatever it was, and she's questioning her whole livelihood because you're seeing other polls like the 13 percent that say the country's going really really good it seems now that the polls are saying that only about 13 percent of the people actually believe what the print or television or radio media is saying well there's a good correlation yes boom (laughs) it it does show you the disconnect doesn't it yeah 
And, you know, she made a really good point. I mean, I know she swings way on the left, but you're, you have to look at this and understand why. It's like you're working, especially for MSNBC, for a network that does nothing but cover just one side of the aisle. And this was also tied into the fact that journalists, when asked, on a great level, like 75%, we're like, well, no, we don't feel the need to give both sides of the story, where the public still wants both sides of the story. Because that used to be when we were growing up, when you and I were mm. kids, this was, well, let's report when it came to political stuff, especially. Let's report what the left guy on the left said. Let's report what the guy on the right said. And you can decide yeah. what to take from it. Now they just want to tell you what to think. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder why people are tired of that. Well, 13% or not. We know that. (laughs) 13% love it. (laughs) Tell me what to think. Tell me what to do. Of course. Yes. (laughs) But it's like, yeah, I get it. You're a journalist. You know, even for the people that are in that line of work who are trying to do good work, it's got to be really, really just soul crushing to know that you're part of the problem that you're people mm-hmm. even when you you know chicken little right you could be out there and i said right that was bad that you're out there trying to spread what you believe is true and people just don't believe it because of your contemporaries and the way they do their job yeah but you know they just they they're kind of out of the closet about it i mean this is not new probably 20 years ago there was a big big best selling book by bernard goldberg called bias yeah bernie goldberg a, he's still yeah, around you know, he's still around he he a you know sterling career at cbs and he knew the kind of fuckery they were playing back then um and now it's just like yeah we're we're doing this and we don't give a shit i mean it's really it's, journalism is a joke a lot of major schools i think emerson ohio state communication schools they don't teach it anymore because it's not a viable career because it's not journalism it's still all opinion shit so right it yeah. definitely is and but check out bernard goldberg.com he's on o'reilly's show quite a bit yeah and uh, he, he usually has his uh emmy awards like right behind him on a shelf Mm-hmm. And the one day he talked about how much that he knows that the people that give that out hated giving them to him. But he's a award winning sure. journalist who actually mm-hmm. tackled what was going on, saw this, as you said, a long time ago, the bias that was coming out mm-hmm. and how the mainstream media was turning from something that was actually trying to do the right thing and get the stories out there, regardless of political preference to. Mm, it's all political preference. There was a, an op-ed in the Washington Post that's like, journalists are being way too hard on Joe Biden, and that's bad for our country. There you go. There you go. I wanted, if that, you know what? <laughs> the only way I believe that person is if they wrote the same damn thing when Trump was president. Yeah. But they did not. Think that this fucking president and the jerk-off administration he has is taking care of things, is on the right fucking track. Please, send me a message. I like to be educated. P.S. ScottLobato.com. There's still tickets left for my premiere August 17th. Get fucking busy. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to love Scott. He gets the plug in right at the end, you know, in the right spot. Another hand clap. And, uh, you know, good for him. 
<laughs> and I'm, I'd like to see some of those messages if he did get any from you know, the other side. I bet they're pretty juicy. <laughs> it would be interesting. And I'm wondering if anybody has the balls to heckle Scott when he's uh, when he's doing a live event. You know what? If he if he continues to uh, you know grow his franchise, they'll be there. They'll be there. Yeah. He probably just hasn't gotten big enough yet. Well, and I think he would be able to shut them down. I would hope so. I hope he'd have some serious security, you know, two or three elephants around the room. Also good. But just to, you know, to go after, you know, this, I mean, one, there's just yelling and screaming anything just to, uh, to break the flow. But the people that actually think that they can outsmart guys like that, I mean, I loved, uh, and there's, I don't think you can do this much in comedy anymore, but, uh, if you're familiar with the comic very much was around the time of Sam Kinison, the guy was named uh, or is, I think he's still around Bobby Sladen. I know Bobby Sladen. Really? Work with him. Oh, yeah. He was one of the best when people would heckle. Yeah. He was unbelievable. And uh, just fearless. And it's like you, you know, he was ready. There was nothing you were going to yell out mm-hmm. that was going to get the better of him. And yeah, he's, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's another guy that should be so much more famous than he is. And uh, when I met Bobby, I was doing, I was working at a very, very successful AM station in New York on Morning Drive. And I was hired. It said in my contract, which is really fun. I, I should have it somewhere. I it's buried in the archives. But it, my contract actually said Larry Blinder uh, hired to write ad libs. Think about that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And I would sit there and, you know, the copy, the, the newspapers and stuff, I get to the studio at 530 in the morning. And, uh, you know, as, as this guy was blathering, I would, you know, just scribble down quips and ad libs and stuff and hold them up on a, on a yellow legal pad and he'd read them. And uh, it's a whole story. I'm, one, of these, uh, one of these days, I'll do an entire show about that experience, which was a kick. But anyway, Bobby, Bobby was just uh, starting out then and he would come up to the studio and just fucking hang around. He'd walk around and he'd you know, look at my, uh, you know, my, my legal pad and go, that's pretty fucking funny, you know, and so forth. And he was a nice guy and he continued to rise. But I, but he's a really skilled, old school, very funny comic. And I never understood why he didn't break through in a, in a huge way. Oh, I agree. Just a, a wit that would not stop and, but vicious. I mean, he was vicious. He, they call him the pit bull, I think. It's yeah. Vicious. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. We should pull out some of his clips for a show because I yeah. think they would, they would. They would be good. We should look for those. Yeah, he knows what he. But that kind of comedy, I don't know if that can happen anymore in the kumbaya society. No, no it's probably why. You know, he just answered my question. That's why he's. Yeah, yeah. And our buddy Digi Guru wants to know why no Bronx Tina today. I mean, they, they, we can't have her every week, Digi. Uh, you know what? I, I looked for Bronx, and she didn't do anything really fresh and and uh and uh, sort of uh, out there since her last clip what she did was she she did a uh, like a audio clip of her looking very cute in her um driving her car and, and was something like the sexiest makeup a person a girl can have is a smile so she was just like making love <laughs> to the camera for 20 seconds with no audio so that wouldn't work <laughs> no no that's what you no, just have to go find her on uh, social media and uh, yes and support her campaign digi yes She's trying to unseat or outseat or something seat uh, AOC. AOC. Yeah. But uh, and support the show here, Digi. Are we are a value yeah. for value podcast? We are. We have a few people to thank for today's show. Oh, cool! Including our, our number one donor today, Sir Seat Sitter, who also Sir Seat Sitter. <laughs> he provides money. He provides the clips. 
I mean, God. the only thing better is he could just come out and do the show for us while we yeah. kick back and have a beer. It's a dream listener. Yes, it's, it's the absolute perfect. Like, <laughs> let me give you the content. I'll do the show and I'll pay you to do the show. <laughs> you, that's why. I mean, if you want to hear him and his show, you can go to abs in a six pack dot com. Great show. I've been on it several times and I love it. It's a fabulous show. It's always fun. And uh, if if it's too hard to figure out how to spell a B S N A, the number six P A C K dot com, I believe it is. Mm. They also have the domain shitmyass.com, I think it is. I think that that sounds about right. <laughs> it yeah, sounds like Chris, ass. right? <laughs> so you you know going right off the bat that it's some very politically correct stuff you want to play at the office when your boss is around. Full volume. Yes. And then when you're yeah. looking for a new job, you can play it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes. But we appreciate that, Chris. And coming in at 10 bucks, our friend Dame Kenny Ben, Kendra. Oh, Kendra. Dame Kenny Ben. Yeah. Planet Rage. Happy Monday, guys. Kisses and hugs, Kendra. That is appreciated. I saw a great post from her just before the show on the uh, No Agenda Social with a picture of a beach in Great Britain. And it said that they're closing down England because an expected heat wave of 107. And um, I was really crazed this morning i wanted to answer that and say those 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 pussies it's 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 107 every day in the summer where i live and on a hot day it's 120 so you grow know, up england yeah and it's like the, the concept that this has never happened before yo please i'm so sick of that uh-huh. i'm so sick of that bullshit yeah so we know there has been stages we know the yeah. planet has warmed up the planet has cooled down correct I was going to really close to pulling a clip. There was a lady that did a video on the YouTubes and it it seemed like maybe she was in her fifties or sixties out jogging in the UK, then like stops at the camera and complains. She's like, you know, everybody here complains for most of the year that the weather is cold and it's rainy and there's no sun. Now you're complaining about too much sunshine. Right. In the UK, she's like, go in the sea. It's cold. You know, if you really need to cool down, go to this, sit on the beach. And I'm like, yeah, not a not a bad point. Not a bad point. That I mean, I get it. It's an interesting, uh, you know. The the difference is if the UK and you know in in uh, London and the the uh, England is the word I'm looking for is like Ireland. I mean, there were some of the hotels we went to as the you know ugly Americans. They were like, mm-hmm. what do you what do you mean you don't have air conditioning? <laughs> I like it like yeah. 50 degrees. There's air conditioning is not as common no. over there. And I get it because their climate has been fairly cool sure. overall. So this can be a serious, you know, a serious situation, which just means, you know, be prepared for it. Check in on the people that are older or have health issues. Make sure the people that are drinking plenty of water and if they have health issues, I'm guessing that mm-hmm. some people have set up cooling centers where you can go i mean maybe it's a little inconvenient but as you said where you're at you get 100 degree plus for days on end we get them here in chicago too yeah you know what they should do is just wear a hat carry your own misting bottle and put on your your earbuds a continuous loop of that old song always wear sunscreen (laughs) i don't remember that song you don't remember that song no shit i'll send it to you okay (laughs) Yeah. And uh, coming in today at 15,033 Satoshis. Whoa. 
I know. If that was dollars, uh, we'd be like, mm-hmm. CSB, baby. CSB, baby. Was Which I was, I was really disappointed. Maybe it's gone up slightly because when I checked right before the show, that was $3.32. Well, now I can retire. Thank you, CSB. <laughs> he says, howdy, Larry and Darren. Howdy. Do you know any movie director who needs British actor? Okay, now he's he's pimping uh, Gwiff. Wow. I guess he wants to get him some jobs. Hmm. I am asking because Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent, England, who previously years ago was working as BBC actor, is reviving his actor career right now. What, what about the BBC then, CSB? Hmm. Where are they? And I went to look up Gwiff. Because he's got an IMDb page. Because everybody oh, cool. has an IMDb page. And they're like, everything he's best known for, he, he doesn't show up in like the top six people or the eight people, whatever they show for the... Mm-hmm. So we, we need to push his career. We need to get him a little bit of, uh, okay. of help. But they show a star meter. Because this is everything. We have graphs for everything now. We, have, yes. uh, we, we track things to a, such a granular level. That if we look at Gregory Foreman's star meter, he's down 31,463 this week. What happened, Gwiff? Hmm. That's really being down. Damn. I know. What happened? Somebody cancel him or something? That's Maybe. weird. Have you heard the stuff he says on social media? He, he, if he hasn't been canceled yet. Yeah, I guess so. But see, okay, see, this would be as uh, you and I as production people trying to help Gwiff out scrub your social media deny that any of those posts were you because if you want to be an actor you have to be a liberal uh Mm -hmm. leaning you can't be a conservative leaning brit that that's not gonna that's not gonna work Gwiff. you need to you need to go full lib you need to totally change your social media um he probably needs like an icon that is either pro trans or pro green initiative or both. Can somebody put together an icon for Gwiff that is both pro trans, pro green energy? Uh, CSB's an artist. He can do that. Right. There you go. CSB, you can help him more than we can. Yeah. But we wish Gwiff well in that. He says, also invite your audience to listen to our podcast about artificial intelligence, AI.cooking. Just enter AI.cooking in your web browser or podcast app. Yo. Yo, Love but uh, help him out there. CSB get he he's got to scrub his. Uh, mm-hmm. You got to scrub that social media. Yes, and maybe change his name. <laughs> Probably it's uh, that's a better way to go. And he has a Twitter account that was abandoned like ten years ago, maybe eight years ago or so. Which is the only most places there's no picture of Gwiff, but this one had just it was a it was a beautiful shot, Gwiff. You were such a pretty young man. What happened? <laughs> wow so he's talking about a left-handed compliment wow he's looking go. for a whole new set of roles now jeez but okay. there's this thing called youtube make some videos people will if they like you then uh you can pick up some work there, this is a whole new economy this is a whole new way True. of doing things yeah i don't think you want to be involved though with uh with the normal acting machine, I don't know why anybody would want to do that at this point. Money? Well, okay, there's that. But he's successful. Yeah. He owns like four pubs. Oh, hell. He yeah, seems to be a that. pretty successful businessman. Why would you want to get back into the acting business? Mm-hmm. That's not good. No. Enjoy what you're doing and then make your own content. You can do really well 
I mean, the more I'm watching your buddy uh, over at Rakita Law, it's like, just get a YouTube oh, channel. Baby. Yeah, incredible. Gwiff likes talking to people, and he has the voice. There's no question. Gwiff has, he has the silky Larry voice, but he has a British accent. So, I mean, that that opens Golden. him up to a whole new level of James Bond-esque sure. kind of. Uh, sure. So, use that. The chicks Do in the it. USA love it. Oh, they do. Absolutely. So there's your audience, Gwiff, we, that we've helped out now. We've launched your career. So we, <laughs> we should only, we'll, we'll take like 30% when you become a multi-billionaire. Be bold. Do the Tom Parker thing. 50%. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Yeah. That means 50 for Gwiff and uh, 25 for me, 25 for you. CSB, sorry. There's, uh, there there's nothing left. Yep. That's showbiz. Yeah. You, sometimes you get left out. But if you want to support this show, go to planetrage.show. All of the information is there. It is very much appreciated. Everybody that supports the show monetarily and, of course, listens and trolls along at the troll room, which is our chat room during the show. We just piggyback on the No Agenda, which is the best damn podcast in the universe chat room, which you can find at noagendashow.com or trollroom.io. What do you got for random thoughts this week? I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, something to do with another, you know, a broken air conditioner, which uh, <laughs> which we're going to see now how much this will cost. Because the last guy, I think I talked about this when the heat wave originally hit, like in May, middle of May. We had a local guy come out because the normal guy we use, which is like a friend of a friend, was not in town for the week. So it was like, OK, we, we called just a normal AC guy. And this this is always like air conditioning. And plumbers, if you don't feel like you're taking it up the rear when you call one of them, mm-hmm. you're probably you have a friend that does it because this is you, nobody knows, you know, when your air conditioning stops working, it's like, well, I don't know what's going on with yeah. it. I'm not an AC expert, mm-hmm. but he came out and he's like, well, you're the Freon is down. They right. put like four pounds of the Freon in and they're like, really, you're going to need a new unit. And then, you know, of course, they gave me a quote on a new unit i'm like well let's see how long this will last well the answer to that was the refill lasted two months and then was gone Mm -hmm. but now this time the friend of a friend was around so he came out uh, last week on friday which is why if anybody listening to unrelenting rather than hearing me and gene you heard ryan bemrose and gene Mm-hmm. which was an interest i'm like if the if you're not saying the world has a sense of humor there you go <laughs> but he came out and he's like okay he refilled and he was like oh what did the last guy charge you to refill this and i told him which was like yeah. 450 bucks he was like holy mm-hmm. cow yeah and uh you know he only charged me like 100 bucks to refill it and he said i'll get you a price and when he called today he's like did anybody ever look for the leak and I'm like, right. And I'm like, no Good question. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I thought it was just at that age where, mm-hmm. you know, there was no uh, there was no reason to fix it or whatever. And he's like, well, no, he's like, and he's like, I am. He's like, he's been retired for a few years. So he, he's just doing this on the side. He was yeah. um, he's like, uh, I almost fell out of my chair when I saw what they're charging for the units right now. So he's like, oh, He's like, let me come out and, uh, and spend an hour or so and try to track the leak down. He's like, if you can track the leak down, it might be, you know, 200 bucks to 500 bucks or so, depending. You know, he's telling me maybe the leaks here, here, here. And even if we have mm-hmm. to change this coil or whatever, this is what it is. As opposed to spending, uh, what was it, like 
for uh, five thousand on a new sure. on a new unit. Right. So I'm like, that would be better. Uh, yes. So there's always something to bitch about there when you have a uh, a massive failure going on in something. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine out there? I mean, here it was only eighty seven the one day when the air went out. It's like you got like a hundred and some. <laughs> that would yeah. not be fun when it's like there's, no. there's no air conditioning here. No. But what about that Larry show? Do you have something planned? Uh, is it going to be a a uh, you know a free for all? You know, for the first time in our in forty four episodes here with us, Darren, I actually have a finished show. No drop on when I've, I've you know I, I get some free time and some inspiration, and so uh, it's going to be a good one. It's called. Uh, it is called uh, Vacation Disasters and the Curse of Lake Ronkonkoma. Okay. And it's a true story. I think people are going to dig it. And, you know, here's some weird stuff. When I was looking for uh, Tina Forty's uh, rant today. Right. A, a thing popped up. She's now teamed up with this guy, Terrence Williams, who's pretty, pretty damn popular on Twitter. Right? Yeah, well, he's very funny. He's a black comedian. Yeah, very funny guy. And, and so they're doing a show together on september 18th and guess where it is lake ronkonkoma oh (laughs) there's there's one for adam curry about disturbance in the force i mean what the fuck i mean i haven't thought about this place since i was there as a five-year-old and boom boom so anyway that's that's my show it'll be out wednesday and uh dig it that's like the that's really taking random number theory to a uh, exactly you have a show in the can and all of a sudden it's though i mean again everybody knows they're asking in the troll room where's the tina clip so if she's gonna be there mm-hmm. um but yeah the uh williams is funny dude funny dude he is he and is. he was uh invited to i think it was the white house it was an event where trump was at and he, he met mm-hmm. him because he was taking a lot of if you're a black comedian and you're pro donald trump oh if you want to talk about racism oh yeah. my god sure the reaction that they get it's like come on i mean let's let's just see beyond all of this but i look forward to hearing that episode of the larry show because that is the dream as somebody that does a solo podcast having anything in the can just ready to go i'd never bank an episode and i finally did so there <laughs> see now that how many episodes did it take to get to that point like 400 uh, yeah, well over 400 yeah <laughs> see it's it's hard this is yeah. difficult that's why when john c dvorak said i was deluding the uh the content by doing so many podcasts i'm like no no this is this is practice yes this is gaining experience which that would be nice i mean i would as a solo podcast i mean one it's harder when you try to keep it with things that have been in the news over the last week or so because otherwise the the real scam is record a year's worth of shows in like a three-day span and then just go do what you want yeah (laughs) haven't figured out that one yet though no (laughs) so everybody listen to that larry show that larry show.com listen to the random thoughts podcast random r-a-n-d-u-m-b thoughts.com and then come back here next week on monday at noon central which is 10 a.m pacific and 1 p.m eastern and whatever it is in the uh where gwiff is right now who just is either taking our uh, advice to heart or trying to hunt me down and kill me whatever time it is tune in we have fun here on planet rage the u.s strikes back killing a member of the islamic state
Shit! <laughs> 